Welcome once again to the Low Key Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Aaron, and as always, I'm joined today by Memphis co-native Keith Denny. Uh, and normally we'd be joined by Tim, but Tim is uh, out taking care of other matters right now. So it's going to be me and him rocking it today. And we are really excited to talk to you all today about the new Netflix feature uh, called The Heart of They Fall, which is a black western uh set in 19th century uh, late 19th century and we follow an outlaw who is taking revenge on a gang of men who murdered his father and mother when he was a very young boy he believes he's gotten everybody except one man who's a leader of the gang who it turns out has received a pardon from the government and is now free to reign and so now He's out to take the life of that man so he can live his life in peace. But, of course, things don't go as planned. And it's a really exciting movie. Uh, Keith, what were your thoughts uh, when you were checking it out? And actually, before Keith jumps in, full disclosure, spoilers are coming all the way through this podcast from this point on. So if you haven't seen it, definitely watch it. And with that warning out the way, let's hear your thoughts. Uh, well, first off, before I get into that, I know that. You said something about Memphis native. You must notice my Memphis shirt. Yes, it just so happened I saw the Memphis shirt. Did I, did I ever tell you where I got this from? No. Actually, Target. Like here, not what? even in Memphis. Like yeah, Target. In Dallas. Why? In Dallas. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Do it y'all got that many transplants or something? It says Memphis Music Shop, Bill Street, Tennessee. I mean, I was, it's like I had to buy it. Like, I, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even planning on buying a shirt. I just saw it. I said, I feel like I got to get this. So impulsive um, buying. I would have bought it too. And I'm not even an impulsive buyer, but it was like this. This was sat here for me. It was only one shirt. Like this <laughs> was the last funny. one or something. But anyway, man, what did I think about it? What did I think about it? I I think um I was just saying I, I don't know how to simply just say that. I, I just overall enjoyed the movie. And I and I, I was telling my girlfriend this, is and it's just because there. Are, I think that everybody has like a certain type of film, like certain type of genres that, regardless of how they perform, you kind of gonna you know like them anyway, in a sense. Like, um, and for me, there are westerns are 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 one of them. Like, I could sit and watch a western. Even when it's bad, kung fu movies, and oh yeah, I'll just sit on kung fu movie. Like Some yeah, a kung, a kung fu movie could be like literally trash, but I could sit there and watch the whole thing and still be like, I really enjoyed myself. <laughs> There's something so absurd about that particular style of film, right? It's just, just like you just never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, now when you mix them up like Shanghai Noon, no, nah, I'm sorry, we, we're done. Um, I but, literally have deleted that from my brain. Like I right. can't even quite recall anything from it. Yeah, that literally exists. <laughs> um, I'm saying that to say, and 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 also I have a thing for like most every movie that take place in medieval times. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm saying that to say that like I might be a little biased about this film because it has like too many things in it that I just particularly like. Uh, meaning that for one, it's a Western. For two, it's a all-star black cast. For three, the music is awesome, even though you guys know how I feel about music that plays in movies. The music is really good. The time period. Yeah. I for 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 some reason for this, I, I let it kind of go because of the fact that I don't know. I don't see how I can say in this. The, the music doesn't take me completely out of it in certain in certain points. Okay. Because, and I think it might be because it's a Western. Right? Can you just give an example? Like, I, I say these things to say that I don't usually take Westerns that serious. Well, I mean, well, I mean a, an example of the move, like the, the music part. The music fitting, like you being like, okay, I'm fine with this, because normally that is something you you consistently have. Well, like 
there's a lot of um there's not like a huge amount of like hip hop in it like it has a hip hop feel to it and there mm-hmm. are a couple songs like that I'm, I'm I could have sworn I heard a, a Kid Cudi song somewhere in there and at I the know CeeLo, I know CeeLo is there somewhere the <laughs> you know and and like reggae and stuff like that but I feel like I feel like it kind of fits the both the aesthetic and the um the vibe in 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 the film you know what i'm saying Cre- from a creative standpoint and it's not like when i heard it like when we were talking about lovecraft country when they did it and it felt like it was like far left field to me at certain points right okay um whereas this being more of a film is, is a part of that because of the fact that this is like an, in some places it, it feels like an original score rather than like some some music that's not tied directly or created specifically for a show series movie so it has like almost like another meaning outside the show that's permeating what's happening on the screen is it yes. that kind of thing yeah, I think that's what it is. It does feel more specific to the movie in a way that when they did it in certain films, like I'm I'm just like shows or and stuff like how they did it in Lovecraft Country and other stuff that I seen and I didn't like when they did it. It just didn't feel like it it fit well. Sort of I like um, think for example, to give a moment that stood out for me as far as that specific topic, uh the train scene. Uh, when oh yeah, yeah like yeah. they they really kind of have it almost like I can't even think how to put it because it's not like they low with the decibel it's almost like it sounded muffled like you're behind something right right um at that moment where like their their beat it was real something about it was like was tense like I don't know like it kind of just fit mm-hmm. that moment but then when they got up well the uh, army men were sitting there negotiating uh to, to you know get their kid out of their situation how it kind of went to a real low, you know, decibel. And then as they open the door, it kind of opens back up. You can hear it again. Right. But it's still muffled. It's still covered. Um, it's it's also so so it kind of it, it also reminds me of um Django Unchained, right? There's right. a track on Django Unchained that I think is like it's it like there there are a lot of songs that's like that on Django Unchained. And one of them particular mm-hmm. is that um the Tupac song that they play when he's doing the, the gun, the gun gun battle and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's a mixture of like Tupac, but then also having like the old school Western um vibes and strings to it too. And I mm-hmm. thought that was dope. And I think they do do a bit of that um mixture in a way to make they, it, makes they it feel they feel do. right. And it and it really I don't. I, I know I'm talking a little bit too much about the soundtrack, but I think it it just feels like like there's a, a part points in this movie that feels almost like a very long music video. Um, mm-hmm. and, and 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 then when we get into, I know I'm probably talking a lot about different. No, stuff, no, I mean, this, no, this, this this is something that happened to stick out to you. So we that's where we at. And then as far as like plot is concerned, it's a very basic plot. I mean, you don't. Mm-hmm. It's it's very very basic um, Western. What, what did you think of the choice at the end? Um, I was cool with that. Okay. I, I don't. I don't think. Um, what's the word? Is I think people. I think it's one of those choices that people would look into it and try to make it way deeper than what it is. Okay. Like I, I, you know, there's somebody out there that's trying to make this something deep about like black on black crime and brothers oh you meant like that that's not even <laughs> where my brain went that's funny that's no funny. but that's that's what i was thinking whereas i'm thinking like this is just your you know black, black, black crime oh my goodness that's actually wow i get i mean if you <laughs> okay yeah look let's come back to that thought later if we feel like yeah. it later that's that's but, pretty funny but right? it's like a like it's really just a standard revenge plot right yeah yeah now, no, also 100 I definitely also got a soft spot for any film that literally that kind of doesn't have good guys, right? Mm-hmm. The only problem with this one is that there was moments where I felt like that's kind of what this was. But then it was like, well, Jonathan Major's character, um, what was his name? Love? 
Uh, Nat Love. Nat Love was definitely a good guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. he he didn't do too many things that I was like, oh, that's that was very questionable actions. You know what I'm saying? Like he and, and he was known like they even brought up the fact, oh yeah, you you kill other outlaws and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. And I think plot wise, mm. it would have been better to me and even more realistic if he was just as much of an outlaw in the way that Ruckus was. I mean, Buck. Or was it Ruckus Buck? Uh, Rufus. I know. Yeah. Rufus. Rufus Buck. Rufus Buck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is played by Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. The reason why I say that because it just, it just adds a, a different dimension to it when it's like almost like these people who have like these questionable motives are both against each other, but then have it to where we believe that their um, their motivations for what they're doing is valid. Like we understand like Nat loves motivations and I think we can all in some type of way relate to it, right? Okay. And I think we're supposed to understand Buck's, um, Rufus Bucks. But so, I, I think I think somewhere I got lost in it. You get that, what I'm saying? This that this is actually where the movie, from a plot perspective, I have a lot to, to say about the movie, and, and I still want you to finish with your um, what your thoughts are. Uh, I think the movie could have chosen to simply make eat yourself with just like some dude who just being a bad guy in the town and he runs the town and everybody's scared of him. He's come back. And then, you know, you got this sheriff who, you know, or mayor who was like, Oh, he's too powerful. I want to go against him. And then he tried to take revenge. You could change a few things, a few elements, just make it like a straight bad guy. Mm-hmm. But I am. I feel like the movie missed an opportunity is it basically is making the case that, and you can see about what the timeline is. This is like, we don't know. Well, we do know where we are. It's like so. It's not like gold rush country, you know. Like it's out in like these Texas towns. Mm-hmm. However, this is definitely like like eighteen seventy, eighteen eighty kind of stuff. So not eighteen ninety where you're starting to get more industrial revolution kind of stuff, and you start getting more of these people from the east coming in with the technology, trying to change the landscape and stuff. This is more like still in that wild west stage, and in yeah. that era. The thing I think that is is interesting is they mention how because and the reason you can set it there, just to be clear, is when you talk about these settlers coming over, well, people coming to settle land and claim land, they're talking about there are different things that happen in territories past the Mississippi, where the government would say, if you get to this land, you are then allowed to like have it. So like the Oklahoma Sooners literally are a reference to the people who were Sooners. So the people who were the quickest to go and hit land, settle on it, and claim it as their own. Right. That's what the Sooners are. And so, like, that's kind of what they're speaking to. And in order for them to keep that town, Redwood, they have to have a certain amount of capital, which is why they claim they need that money. Now, if we're going to, like, take it further, that's cool. The, the idea that 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 stuff in the middle where they ask for that tax and people can't pay the tax. See, normally when that happens, it's like some king who has, you know, people going out and he's like taxing people just because like he wants to like have his gold and his riches and his meats and his alcohols. And, you know, it's like that kind of thing. This could be considered like a benevolent goal. And the idea that somebody would take it to a totalitarian level where somebody mentions dissent to this tax and you just murdered them in the street in front of everybody he's like what's your name james and then he just shoots him all right that's interesting then he just like after that scene it just doesn't come up again there's like a motivation Mm -hmm. for him and then he he almost like he lived as like the itachi plot of oh wait a minute hold up i don't know if you watch naruto okay so basically i must just act like i didn't say that name but basically (laughs) He's doing this thing where he's like, I've plotted out how I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. I've given you this hate and you will come find me. And I will recognize when you come to me, brother, because I've given you this scar. Mm-hmm. You know, 
And so he's pretty much plotted out how he's going to die. It's why he's not intervening. It seems like that, that's the thing. Like why everybody else having this shootout, he could have intervened and helped them secure the town, but he didn't. And during the time all that's going on, I'm like, well, I get that. Like they blew up the money. He's still a little bit maybe you can use, but like, why is he just like watching? It's because he's waiting on the, the full cycle of the father's, you know, um, sins to come and get him because he's been waiting for this all his life. He doesn't even want to live anymore. He's actually grinning as he dies. But then it's like, okay, is the motivation for this character, the core of what he, why he's doing the things he's doing to constantly lure his brother to this moment so that he'll kill him? Or is it that he actually did want to create a safe space for black folks? It's not, it's just like the plot just loses that second piece completely. Just yeah. doesn't even bring it up again. And it, his actions don't seem like one of an individual who is interested in that and the people around him don't speak to that at all like they don't see it as like like they might see it as a a black oasis of sorts or i said oasis a black paradise of sorts in the west but they don't say it out loud mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and in that like there's just a lot of missed opportunity was just like well what if he did need to question damn maybe i should give him the money you know yeah it, that I don't know why that made me think of like this like symbolism like spiritual symbolism between like um like fallen angels and the devil like there's a lot of and I don't know if this was intentional or if this even means anything more than what I'm just thinking but there was a lot of points in the movie where they kept saying that Rufus was like the devil himself right mm-hmm. which. I mean, he he done some horrible things, but it's like in comparison to what like most people at that time in the Wild Wild West did, it seemed like like it's not that bad. But yeah, um, he, he didn't he didn't like that was the thing that was kind of weird. Like they didn't make him do anything that was just actually super. I mean, like I'm so, okay so for somebody to be calling you the devil. I'm expecting to see something particularly screwed up somewhere not just like killing somebody or beating them in the street right it's so- some like some, some form of like his morality that is like completely completely screwed up and twisted right the yeah, idea but- that you're being totalitarian about getting his tax like i see that is messed up but that i you know you wouldn't get the name the devil for doing something that bad for something that's supposed to be for that kind of cause because there are people in the town who would be like like, even if you would have people in town be like, look, I, I don't want to pay the tax. But then some people be like, but look, he is like keeping us safe out here. And like, if we get the money, like, this would be our town. This would be this. Like, there are reasons to say we need to do this. We need to get the money by any unscrupulous means because we are black in the West. And it's not like they're giving us a fair shot anyway. Right. But it's just like the movie, it brings it up and then chooses not to use it, which kind of threw me off. Because it's like, it doesn't need to be there at all if we're not going to use it. Right, right. I um I think I think when I was um listening to you talk about like like kind of like what he made his brother into because he did mention at one point about like how you know pretty much his actions of what led to his brother becoming um that his brother Nat Love becoming an outlaw right and it's like I mean that was his intent he said he wanted, I marked you so that I would know you when when you came to me when he said when the angel of of like remember like when he let him down he called him like the angel of something or like basically this this being who wouldn't stop at nothing to like get revenge essentially yeah like a, a and 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 so some of this um I guess more the the symbolic symbolic things like for example could it so he put a cross on his head right if I remember, on That's his right. forehead, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I'm thinking about how if he's supposed to be a representation of the devil, it made me think of pretty much, there's probably a few stories I've came across where there's the devil and he's trying to get somebody to replace him because he's tired of running hell, but yeah. he knows that somebody got to run hell. Yeah. So it, that's what it kind of reminds me of in a sense. Like, is is he supposed to be is the brother supposed to be the new devil in a sense, right? Well, when she asked him, is the devil dead? He said, I don't know. Right. And so, yeah. like, those, those, little, those little things like that and is, is what makes me think, like, is he supposed to be the one that replaces 
his brother because there has to be based off that thought process there has to be a devil right i mean maybe um, i mean that would assume you constantly pass that legacy down like if he has a kid they receive a legacy in some way like that uh the the character played by Regina King will wait until they were getting happy or whatever and then come through and start, you know, creating some trouble. Right. Uh, and, and that would be the sequel, of course, because they definitely intentionally showed her alive in the last shot. Um, you know, I think I, the movie just kind of brings up a lot of things that doesn't quite stick the landing on something. Like, it doesn't complete the thought. Right. In many think- cases for me. I think it is one of those films where, like, once again, I enjoy it. I probably watched it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. But if I'm just talking about, like, straight up from the perspective of story, some some things I'm a little lost on. And, um, or or I just think that is, you know, it is, you know, a basic story in a sense. Now, I I think what, what makes this movie flourish is what we talk about with the soundtrack. The, the act, performances, yeah. The performances right. are out of front. And then even the action is real good, you know. Yeah, the action is pretty good. It, yeah. It, you know, even at moments where it's like, man, how all how just like two of these two, you know, just a handful of people taking out this whole town, like Red Dead Redemption style. Yeah, I was, and, you know, hey, hey, you know what? But, <laughs> but that but that's, that's what the genre's for. That's what the genre, yeah. That's exactly what the so genre you know, for. like, yeah, I ain't here to to nitpick about. Man. what's realistic in a gunfight when um, i was a kid me and my mom used to always watch like the young gun movies and mm-hmm. i could have sworn we watched them like all the time like young guns one and young guns two the the, the billy the kid movies right mm-hmm. well who's in it emilio estevez and we you couldn't tell us the movies weren't good but the movies are like corny as hell of course <laughs> they are huh so but, of course they are they were, actually, they you know better. one thing that did actually Again, like I just wish they had thought about this a little bit more. In, in one way, I think it was actually from a plot perspective, it was pretty cool, but there's there is a problem with it though. Um, so first off, I, I this is one of the only movies I feel like Lakeith Stanfield's not playing Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you know what I mean. Um but well, he- I Oh, go ahead. Well, I, well, I was just going to say, as far as this performance. Okay, okay. Um, I, I thought he was outstanding. Um, yeah. Really, I feel like being around all these other really great, talented people. I mean, he, he I've seen him great, give great performances plenty of times. Even like, you know, we talked, I mean, somehow or another. Oh, you were talking about how you watched uh, This at Your Mama Place, but um, uh, the Fred Hampton movie, which the name is Judas and the Black Messiah. Thank you. He was kind of like Keith Stanfield playing with Keith Stanfield, but he was like at his apex doing that. Like it was really good. Um, but this kind of felt a little different. Um, it was still kind of like that, you know, lazy tone, like, oh, like kind of smart Alec, but there was something really devious about him, you know, um, and, and a lot more like I've been through some stuff, you know, and, and I'm not as snarky as I normally would be like, Basically, it feels like in some ways, uh, so Jim Beckworth, so the, the quickest hands on, on Nat's team, mm-hmm. who's, who's actually probably the fastest gun, at least according to uh, uh, the person who killed him. Um, you know, she was like, you know, and it oh, was coffee. interesting. Yeah. So she basically pointed out to him, like, look, you know, like, so this was interesting, but when she said it, it actually brought up a problem for me, which was really funny. So she said, you know, you you basically, you know, you you gonna cheat the count on me too, you know, you gonna shoot try to shoot me in the back too, you know, because that's the only way they took out Nat's people was by cheating. Like he's the quickest that people didn't see because he's a cheater, which is super interesting. Like I've seen that happen in the Western before. For some reason, I just didn't see that motif coming up, but I thought it was really cool how it was used here it's, but but then that means if you think about it that this really what's supposed to be this really scary game um is actually they just slow like that was really i was just like yeah, dang like so they didn't kill nobody unless they cheated no like dang well, that's yeah because they did they did when you think about it 
honestly, they kind of got wiped out pretty quick. They did. And 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 the thing is, I think um I was thinking about that as I was watching because that that did kind of bother me. I'm like, how are these people like I, I thought they were supposed to be like this or that. And I don't even know if it's necessarily. But I think it's something to be said about like real outlaws, though, right? I think that they represent more of like what the real, more realistic outlaws would be like. I, it's just something about, I think we romanticize this thing about like the quick draws and all of this type of shit. Yeah. But, but realistically, um, I don't, I think that these people will, will fight dirty, like, and a lot mm-hmm. of them were straight up murderers, right? But that's why, but okay, so you're saying that, right? And I, I think it's interesting if that's what he represents. And I and that's partially what I was thinking, but then it was like, then other people should be like that in the game too. Yeah, because you know? Regina King kind of wasn't like that. Was nah, she? not really. Yeah, she she now maybe she um, be, she will become like that in the sequel. Oh um, yeah, her character more- wasn't quite like that. But that, that's what I was getting from it was that they were real deal like outlaws and crooks and stuff. Whereas like that loves group did kind of form more of like the, I guess, what you would traditionally see in a Western, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but but and, and look, even even saying all that, um, you know, the like you mentioned before, those action sequences themselves are really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I really did enjoy them. I did not like though that um they went and <laughs> first i will let me at least first say the aesthetic at the white town was absolutely sensational holy shit like interesting yo that 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 was like man they 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 showed out making that set it that was, was really cool it was funny too i well, like I'm saying like the, outs- sure the, the outside had a white, white, white sand too i'm sorry right. what was that how they they made sure that you knew that this was a white town oh yeah everything white like that shit was fucking hilarious and then when they get in and the lady laugh for her like make a withdrawal okay count (laughs) we don't tell the new but uh that i mean like that, that was cool um i did think it was it was hilarious that like nobody came after them not soon after but uh at it was you know somebody's gonna watch this movie and be like well the whites didn't have to come destroy the town because the blacks did it for them it's like man we're just here to have fun bro don't do this yeah <laughs> like that's one thing that i will I'll say overall with this film i i do like i said i do think it's a fun film i do yeah. think that it's it but i also think it is a film that does rely heavily on its on the performances and on its aesthetic. Like, yeah, it definitely was. It's like, it's one of the movies that I think if it was just based off plot alone and if it didn't have like the star power, the look and the music, like all that stuff, it's just, you know, it, it wouldn't work as well, right? Mm-hmm. Like, for example, if you had this same story and just switch up some stuff, and you just had like, you know, white people, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's just like a regular smeggler Western. It, it wouldn't, it wouldn't do nothing. Right. Right. It'd just be like, oh, okay, this is just your everyday Western, but it does have a certain style to it. It now, does have a very certain style. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not a lot of substance, but a lot of style, you know? Yeah. Not a ton. I mean, look, I don't think the movie has to, do or say anything insane to feel like you know we should give props to it i mean i think it does a really well what it wants to do with the time it has it's pretty fine i mean the the movie definitely could be a little shorter though there's some stuff they could have cut out and made a little cleaner but i thought the monologues that that were there all did a good job of demonstrating character and and motivation i wish though that because Regina King knocks it out the park, but I found myself not really clear on what Treacherous Trudy's reasons for being a part of the gang were. I think it was just Rufus. 
Like I think it's something sure. that she, yeah, I think she just loved him and she followed him and she she saw his vision, whatever that vision is, she saw the that vision. vision. It, it is black autonomy, right? And so she saw it and she was all for it. And I think that's one of the biggest things. But I also think she was in certain ways one of the most interesting characters in the movie. Like, yeah, I'd watch a prequel about her. So, so there's another thing. This is another thing about this movie that mm-hmm. that is that is. It's, I don't know how, how to say it. It's like one of them things where like the plot itself in itself might not be the most gripping plot, but then it's some of the characters. Some of the characters are really cool. That that are like really cool. Like I, w- I want more of these characters. Like, like yes. if you if they would have just have a show we, where each episode just focused on each one of these characters and their backstories, I'm all for it. Or, I think or they if have, they just did a thing of like a prequel of uh of but uh rufus excuse me rufus buck trying to find his dad i'd watch that oh that'd be dope that'd be dope and it and it's and it and it's a lot of it has to do with the acting and a lot of it does have to do with how the story is written like there there's um and the little bit that we get from their backstory god like 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 actually i'm getting a little I'm getting a little frustrated now because I'm realizing something. Like I said it, and then as soon as I thought through it a little more, it's like, wow, that's actually an incredibly compelling story. Like now that we have more context around the brutality of the beginning, it makes a ton more sense. And also thinking about what it took for him to get there, you know what I mean? To what, pick to himself up after, yeah, after his father did what he did to pick himself up and to have that burning fuel just guiding him and everything. Cause it's just like you don't want him to win, but you kind of do. Mm. You know, like if you're watching that story, but then you know where that ends too. Mm-hmm. It's just like when he's standing there just watching that, that like. It was so weird because I was just like, why is he? I, I just real. I feel like after he says what he says and tells his truth, I, I understand what he means. But it's almost like he had given up on the dream of having like a black town to me in some ways before we even got to that point. Because like, you know, like in a movie, most of the time, I think of like Die Hard or something, right? There's a moment like in the third movie. I think he like he does something where like they can't keep all the gold bars or something. Like remember they like moved him on the truck or something. Mm-hmm. John McClane is just constantly just being a pain and and like he thought he was gonna have all this money, but then like he keeps losing bunches of it because John McClane keep getting in the way. And as this keeps happening, the you know big bad is getting more and more incensed. Mm-hmm. And instead, Rufus is just standing there watching it. He ain't commanding nobody to do nothing. You know, he's just kind of like well, chilling. It it would have made more sense to me if he when he when he first had his brother, when he first had um Nat mm-hmm. in the in a situation where he was wanting the money back and he in some type of way explained the importance of the money. Yeah, meaning it, like yes, it, yes, it's I agree. Like, I um, agree. Uh, I was thinking about Black Panther, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Where there are certain things that Killmonger says that T'Challa is able to take in, and even though he doesn't agree with his methods, he understands where where he's coming from, and so in the end, he's able to like try to move in the direction to make um, those steps to make to make change and stuff right so um, the, the problem with that though is if you well and i'm just speaking to like what the movie's doing mm-hmm. because he's setting up his own death it's like what like is the idea of like the the black town the most important thing to him or him dying in this way to get even further revenge on his father by ruining his brother yeah, maybe that's the part. And and that's that's something interesting in itself. Yeah. That's the thing. You see what maybe I mean? So. Like there are ways to actually maybe. write it where it makes sense, but like the way it sits right now, 
Yeah, it's just a so, compelling so idea much, that doesn't. That, that's so much trouble. And then it also yeah. goes back to um, why establish this this town if your whole thing was to make your brother become a new devil. Like if it was to taint your brother, right? Mm-hmm. And then have your brother because he said you don't you're gonna do something that I would have never done. You're gonna mm-hmm. you know kill your own brother. Yeah, because that's the thing, because so that's the thing. He's never going to shoot him. He's not even going to fight him. He is right. setting this whole thing up for him to hate him so much that he will be unable to resist the op- like the, the chance to use this opportunity to kill him. Right. Like, but he will. He said, but you'll like you say you'll. I'll, that's a line I'll never cross because I'm not pure evil. But you, you can do that. Yeah, you evil enough to kill your brother. Yeah, and. That's very interesting, except it has nothing to do with the other thing that that's actually we thought was motivating him. Yeah. But but it's still like I don't know. I, I, I get I get that, but at the same time, like that's that's very biased. Like I, I think <laughs> like I don't know what's what's more evil. Like, so you kill your brother who killed your father, who you knew your father as being a loving person, then you killed. Then it killed your mother, who your mother was innocent. So, and you don't know mm-hmm. your brother. I mean, but then, but then, think about, it, but then your father killed his mama. Yeah, but you didn't know that, though. I know you didn't know that, but now you know that. Yeah, but 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 you know it. But it does. But it, to you, it context. won't even matter. Yeah, at that yeah, moment, yeah. you it wouldn't matter because you only know your father how you know your father, right? Right. And then you know your mother was innocent. Mm-hmm. So but then again, his mother was innocent too. This is just a cycle of violence with women, too. Right, right. Thing yeah, going that, on. This is true. Um, or <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. Like it's it's just back and forth with that. Another thing that I would say that I really like about it, I like the dialogue a lot. Dialogue is pretty dope. Dialogue is pretty good. I mean. I mean, up until they they final confrontation, where it's like like what we're talking about mm-hmm. between the brothers and that it, cause, cause I kind of saw it. I, I don't know when I realized that that was his brother. There was a certain point where I was like, that must that must be he must be the older brother or something. Mm-hmm. I guess when he started first talking about his father and i was like oh, oh yeah 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 no yeah once, yeah now yeah. when he first started talking i i've picked that up pretty quickly as soon as he started talking yeah it, that's man. that's when it's like and, and i think when people do praise if people do praise the storyline it's mostly because of that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, yeah um, you know um i was gonna say though man like i would love to uh see more of the actress who played Cuffy. I, I'm not familiar with her. Uh, Man, maybe. tell me why I looked her up this morning. Yeah, she's pretty good. She, she's in this movie um, and I want to check it out. It's called The Devil to Pay or something like that. Okay. And it looks actually pretty good too. Um, and uh, I'm going to say uh, uh, yeah. I, oh my god, I always this man is one of the great actors we got right now. And I can never remember how to say his name properly, but it's like Lind is it Lindell Ray or uh, the guy who who was played the yeah, sheriff, the, co- the comedian? No, 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 no. I'm look, I'm you had to end up correcting me. So the the guy who plays the sheriff, who um, he's the old guy, the ball guy, the one who brought in um, Rufus oh, by himself, the uh, the marshal. Yeah, because remember he was in the five blood showing out too. Delroy. Yeah, man. He Delroy was... Lindo. Hey, I'm look, I'm I'm saying it backwards. All right. Well, look, man, he was crushing it. Crushing it man. again. Uh man, really we, enjoyed his character too. Like, we, I just uh, I, I just I, like I was, seeing him on screen, man. I was talking, I was talking to my girl about him. I said, I said that man like the same hard ass character and everything. <laughs> But well, but so well, it, plays I, it a little differently every time. Yeah. Like, I still, man, his performance in the Five Bloods was so he, man, he always looked the same. Like, I was about to say, because you remember when he was like in Malcolm probably. X, wasn't he like a gangster in Malcolm X? Because he yeah. was the one that 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 was that had got Detroit Red on. I think so. 
Yeah, he was dead. Yeah. He he the dad on Crooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that so, man, I, look, literally, I was as you were saying that, I like that man he never just played like a a good natured, nonviolent character. That was it. The dad on Crooklyn. Well, that's it though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but this but I mean, but he had a main streak. So that's essentially like three Spike Lee movies that I know of that he played <laughs> in for sure. Yeah, that man, nah, he, he he is absolutely amazing. Uh, what do you think of Zazie Beats as uh, Mary? I, I just like her, so. Yeah. I mean, it was cool <laughs> just, seeing seeing her and Jonathan Majors in a movie together. Like, you know, it's like the new generation, you know. Right, right. Um, RJ uh, Silo was great, too. Um, oh, yeah, the Power Ranger boy. boy. <laughs> oh my god that is what whoa whoa wait a minute brain explosion that is him that was oh the my black goodness. i liked him so much in that movie too but like you liked what? him at the power and you didn't even remember his no Come but on, he's man. he's baby faced in 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 that movie i mean he's baby faced he's still baby faced in this dude but he, i think wild. i think it's because he plays such a drastically different character yeah, but like he, but I, his his like young man energy is just so funny. <laughs> like uh-huh. in everything he does, like I just really enjoy seeing him and 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 you know how he does stuff. It's it's really he, it. I, he just had a lot of fun. Like it was almost like he was he wasn't quite breaking the fourth wall, but it was like you know they be you know it's like it's not time for your shootout yet. Ah, oh. mm-hmm. you know it's just like little stupid stuff he kept doing like. I don't know. I really enjoyed the use of his character. It was kind of similar to me um, of how um, old boys used in Stranger, in Stranger Things. Um, I can't think of his name, but the one who was singing Never in the Story in the last oh, season. Yeah. 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 Um, season four of that is coming out next year, right? Stranger Things? Yeah. Uh, I think so. Yeah. I, see. I, don't, I don't, you know, we be knowing stuff and when we know it. <laughs> yeah, I, can't, I, can't. I mean, like, that thing that you're talking about at this point, but um, but, I mean, but yeah. So, so any closing thoughts on the movie? Though? I think you know, like I said, I I don't, I think that is one of those things. To be honest with you, I think it it has the potential to be in like a cult classic. Oh yeah, or like or like what what black people call a black movie. Like what? The- <laughs> well, right. I'll tell you, boy, they they did not. You don't see a white person on in front of the screen till we get to White Town. So I, I was like, this is. Very I mean, well, no, nah, you see him on the train. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. It's you're a, right. It's a right. lot of them on the train. Man, that man sipped that lady drink and said, "Ugh," and just dropped that that glass. Man, it's so many funny things in this movie. There's so many like. You can tell, like, because I don't know if like the actors were doing this or if this stuff is like, you know, like making it up or this stuff is in the script. But there's so many funny things that like these individual characters do all the time. Like Cuffy, how she be giving everybody the business about bringing their guns in, like just all kinds of stuff. Like I really, really enjoy so much. Oh, and Cuffy, Cuffy in the dress was hilarious too. That was beautiful. I did really enjoy that. Like, <laughs> just could not get upstairs. Couldn't do squat. Yeah. Uh, um... That that was that was that was a few like moments that I thought were kind of funny or whatever. Um and, and, and like I said, once again, I like I I really um like the banter between like certain characters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I liked um I oh my god, the the, the the tone and, and kind of jokey things they doing at the very beginning, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that was that was really well done. Yeah, um, that started off well. I, I like Idris Elba performance in this where it was it reminded me back to when he played Stringer Bell on the wire, hmm. where he's like this cool, calm leader, but also like in calculating, but you can also tell that he's dangerous. But at the same hmm. time, he barely ever lifts his hand to do anything the only time yeah, we really but, but that's because him, he's trying to die right and the only time we really see him just do uh, much is when he fights the sheriff right um, well and then he kills that guy you talking mess yeah but um, that was yeah that was barely anything i mean it's I yeah mean, he he not darth vader come on <laughs> but anyway those, those are my final thoughts man yeah i mean i concur with all of that and i, I just would say i mean overall i think this is definitely a movie worth 
checking out. It's it's an entertaining ride. There's a lot. I mean, you're not gonna see this sort of stuff with black people on screen anywhere else. Um, I thought this this movie just has so many missed opportunities. Like to just, I mean, like because it does a lot of really cool stuff, but like from a plot perspective, it, it's like teetering on some really interesting stuff, and then it just does not follow through. So I hope if they do consider a sequel or a prequel, that they'll take up some of the ideas that they've seen here and really just flesh them out fully, like really give them life, really give them attention and give them time. Um, and, and don't shy away from, you know, difficult ideas. I mean, the idea that now would have to think about, okay, like I hate him, I want my girl back, but like this could be putting like a whole family of black folks like out, you know, in, in, you know, a situation. Now, he doesn't, you know, this movie is not really thinking that hard about all this sort of stuff, but I think that so, sort of complexity is like, that's what allows him, because see, look, here's the thing. When we talk about is this the next devil, right? Continuing to make decisions where it's like, I'm going to put this, to, like, if he's literally, if he knows that this is to keep this town afloat, and he chooses to blow up that money, that's some devil stuff. If he chooses to come through and just like, you know, if he's like accidentally hitting people who are trying to hide and he knows he's doing that, that would make him a devil. Like there are things you could have done if you really wanted to teeter him all the way over there that you could do it. I think that would have made it a better movie. I think it would have made him a villain though. And I don't think that they really wanted to do that here. Um, I think that's the main reason we don't dive deep into letting him know what this money is for and having to make a conscious decision to sink that town. Yeah. But I think that would have been better because I think it really, would have been much better. What, it would have been really, very interesting. Like what really makes a villain a villain, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, it's like going, going for your goal at all costs. Right. It's just perspective at the end of the day. Right. You mm-hmm. know, I, um, I just close with this cause it made me think about it is one of my favorite westerns that's lot it's not like traditionally western because i feel like it's it's a lot deeper than most other westerns i've seen is um um the assassination of jesse james by the coward robert ford Mm. with um brad pitt and um casey affleck right Mm -hmm. and one thing about that movie was that it it never made jesse the prop master would check the guns huh I said the prop master checked the guns. Right. It, but but it was like the Jesse James, like when in most movies, when they depict Jesse James, it's like he's very like romanticized, right? Like he's right, the hero. Right. And in this one, it's like he's made to seem very violent and also horrifying in certain places, but then at the same time be a family man, right? Mm-hmm. And and so, but at the end of the day, when Robert Ford shoots him in the back of the head, he's supposed to be like the big, you know, big villain or something, right? You know what I'm saying? But really, they're both villains. They both have questionable motives and they do things that's unethically disturbing or bad, right? And I think a lot of movies, when movies do that, that adds a certain nuance that I I personally appreciate. I think the same thing could have been done in this movie, right? Where the line between, you know, hero and villain is is blurred, right? Well, you know, because it could be complete. Like, think about if you write this script in such a way where he know, like, let's say Rufus knows somebody robbed him. He actually doesn't know who it is. He kind of knows who it is early on, you know. Um, but imagine a situation where he, let's not even say turn over a new leaf, but like his focus really is on this town. And he ain't even think about his brother. Like he did it, but he like, hey, I mean, I guess he ain't coming or whatever. And then he's like, oh, you're here. And you just happen to have stolen my money. Well, ain't this some shit? You know, like that is honestly in some way like him like the the actual 
situation, the way you could set that up and frame it just by doing a few things slightly different actually adds stakes that are very, very different and much more engaging. Right. It's like, he know he did dirt. And he's like, yeah, I mean, I did. I set you up for that. And if you want to come at me, come at me. But you're going to get my money, though, because it's bigger than us. Right. Agreed. So, I don't know. Like, when they blew up the money, what I saw was a lost opportunity. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, dang, we could have done something with that. You know, as far as, like, like from making this movie, like, elevate to some, you know, even higher than where it was. But, um, you know, that's something to think about for the future, right? Um, But, yeah, overall, entertain a film, go in and and just have a good time. Yeah, definitely. But, um, yeah, I guess that's it. Real quick, I was going to ask, where can people find us on the social? Uh, We're on the Instagram (laughs) at the The low key pod. You know, know, you know, I'm old as hell on the Instagram, (laughs) on the socials, on the socials at the low key pod. Awesome. Uh, and we are really looking forward to having Tim back. Uh, that'll probably happen maybe a couple weeks from now, but meantime, all you got is us, you know, uh, but, uh, we're excited to, you know, bring it to y'all every week and, uh, we're going to, you know, make sure that we bring some heat next week. Uh, I don't even know what it's going to be yet. A lot of opportunities for all sorts of stuff. There are some things I know I definitely want to check out, um, including the Cowboy Bebop show but that's late november so yeah yeah that's definitely gonna be something yep so we'll make it's that something out. else that's coming out oh yeah i saw the trailer for true story yeah what did looks, you think of that looks freaking awesome uh, i know don't it yeah what's this nice kevin hart i, I didn't know it was gonna be a, a limited series though it's a limited series yeah it's not a movie it's a limited series what i don't know how many episodes is gonna be yet but Man, Kevin Hart decided to make some bold choices after they tried to cancel. But then, but then you got Wesley, though. <laughs> I know Wesley, man. I'm all about so what you made Wesley. It's just like that's going to push Kevin to a place he hasn't been as an actor. So um, that's exciting. That's really exciting. Uh, I'm talking about, man. But um, you guys out there, if y'all haven't checked out the trailer for True Story, please check it out. It's coming out, I think, at the end of November. Yeah, yeah. Correct? yeah um, I would love to talk about that. Yeah, most definitely. But anyway, man, thanks. Thank you guys for rocking with us, and we out of here. All right, holla y'all on the next one. Peace.